Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, well, there were a number of you up late last night. Well, I, I heard I heard uh, noises in the castle about uh, two or two thirty, and I step. I got up and I uh, stepped uh, to the bedroom door, and I didn't come down, but I heard a bunch of people still talking. But I also heard uh, before that there was a heated discussion in the um, drawing room last night after I uh, departed. And um, uh, un unfortunately, the, uh, the uh, movie makers didn't tape it <laughs> because it would have been interesting. I'm sure. It would have been a war meeting. But what was the gist of the uh, uh, discussion? I think Robert's probably the most objective person to to answer that. I'm not so sure about that, but I'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I have more, I have more direct interface with him, so I'm not so sure that. Yeah, <laughs> what was the um, upshot of it, or the gist, or whatever the right word is? I think I think Chip wanted to have a discussion. Chip, with with us, yes. Ah, okay. It, it becomes more clear already. I, 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 I told Chip to fuck off, and he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So you instigated it, or he instigated it? No, he was it. Up. We were having a very nice discussion, Robert. Who's we? You two. Robert and I. We had a very, very good discussion. Probably one of the best ones I had in a long time. And he just kept putting his little fucking comments in. Chip. Yeah. So told him to go fuck himself. Again and again and again, and he wouldn't go away. So and I, I all, tried, were you all there, or just? I tried to get in a step onto the rug and deal with it, and he just still didn't want to. That and was he the was second just, argument. That was the second argument. No, that was. Yeah. A, oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the, was what was the first one? The first one, you you threatened to throw him out the window, and that's when he left. Oh. Maybe you should end up. And then he came back. Time. Yeah, then he came back, yeah. and then you guys got into. Anyway, he got a, he got a good uh, a good exorcism last night until three thirty three thirty in the morning. Well, when I woke up, it was about two ish, and I, I could hear it. And I said, "Man, I'm going back to bed." The, uh, I didn't hear any furniture breaking or anything. So. <laughs> but we've had have had furniture break before. Um, as a matter of fact, a friend of Chips. Now that I think about it, an American guy who. Um, Drunk fell down into one of the antique tables, and then uh, yeah, it went flat. And I asked, um, "He hit it." Yeah, Megan, where's the table? And there was a little piece of the table left under the chair, mm -hmm. and he had hidden it in his closet, no. uh, <laughs> in his room, thinking that we would would miss it. Who was that? Um, Steve? No. No. Sean. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, you remember Sean? And. Um, and he's more or less, even though he's an American, he's a pig fucker. <laughs> uh, and um, the, um, but he, he's a buddy of Chips now. Is he? Yeah, he's a buddy of Chips now. But um, yeah, I heard a lot of noise, and not uh, and not everybody got down to breakfast. So I assumed it's because they were uh, they were all up very late. But in the old days, when we drank at lunch. And we, you know, more than one night we'd see not just the graduation night we'd see the sun come up through the, in the snooker room, and maybe that's when men were men and women were women. 
you know, and uh, even even though a guy got humped over the uh, slipper table, <laughs> I might add they were Englishmen. <laughs> One Englishman humping another Englishman over the slipper table, and I saw it with my own eyes. It's not like it's rumor from the uh, Bishop of St. Andrews from 1629. I saw it with my own eyes. How, how long did you watch for? Uh, about, two, about two seconds, and then I... Then I went down behind the bar where I had apparently passed out or taken to sleep. And uh, then by the time I came back up again, they were gone. And uh, then, uh, this was about four or five in the morning, and then that morning at breakfast, they were not there. They had uh, been, uh, they, they got a cab and they had disappeared into the, the mist, so to speak. <clears throat> but uh, now, I mean, they, they don't drink. Uh, I'm hoping it's, they're absorbing more information, but I have a feeling they're absorbing less information, really. But, uh, yeah, we used to have some real wild times here um, during the seminar. But um, I guess now the young kids, like Usman, uh, they're trying to save the world, uh, don't engage in shit like that. And so um, the younger generation are uh, ostensibly, uh, the, uh, not ostensibly, the ones that believe in global warming and because we have some old tree huggers here too, not just the young ones. But it, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that Chip's not here either. <laughs> is anybody trying to wait? There he is. Uh, he's a little late. Um, but today, um, uh, class clientele gets here later, and we've just been making arrangements to pick him up at the airport uh, and then uh, deposit him at an airport when he flies out. And um, so uh, when his plane uh, arrives, I will uh, be notified, and then uh, when he's almost here from the airport, I will go back to the castle, and I will collect him, uh, and then I will bring him here so get, we'll get a break whenever that is. Um, but we're assuming it's going to be about what, Megan? About 4 o'clock. About 4-ish. So that's more or less when we take a break anyway. And then he'll come in here, and then he'll address you for a few minutes, and then I assume he'll answer questions, if you have them, of him. And we'll stay here till about 6 or 6.30ish. And then uh, we will uh, go back to the castle and then I'll uh, spend some time with him. And while you guys get ready, uh, put it on your kilt, kilts and uh, fine attire. And then we'll have um, graduation rehearsal, not her rehearsal, the actual graduation. And um, then the dinner and then, you know, I'm sure Klaus will say some more words. Uh, and you'll have to be able to spend time with him. Uh, uh, I don't know if he drinks anymore, so but anyway, he'll be there. Um, but uh, he's been here before. For the rest of this day, we're going to have uh, a few uh, role plays. We're going to go through what I call my financial follies uh, section, and then the uh, pre-close and the close, and exit, exit before we do the pre-close and the conclusion. Because you can do all this stuff, and if you don't exit, if you don't sell something to somebody, you're wasting your time. Not, that's not true. You're not wasting your time, but you're not following the plan. Because the plan is, as I've pounded on my chest several times, the reason why 95% of businesses that go up for sale at the end of the year, whether it's in the UK or any place, don't sell is because they're trying to get too much money for them, because they haven't made money for the 5, 10, 20, 30 years that they've been in business and they're trying to get rich in one transaction. People don't get wealthy in one transaction very often other than like Mark Zuckerberg. He got wealthy. They actually, he was wealthy before that because Facebook was worth quite a bit of money even before he went public because he had sold a few private placements 
um, uh, apparently hundreds of millions and even billions uh, worth of uh, shares. But, and I know some of you in this room aspire to be Mark Zuckerberg in hitting a home run or uh, a grand slam, but you got to plan that if you're not Mark Zuckerberg, you want to take money out along the line. And uh, that means an exit, and we're going to talk about exit strategy and how you clean up your, your, your baby and you uh, exit it. Uh, are there any questions before we get going? Uh, and uh, tomorrow you're, you're exiting the estate, and Megan has already, uh, I guess, uh, or somebody here has already um, uh, questioned you how you're going to leave cabs when they get here, et cetera, et cetera, but we don't have to focus on that right now. Okay. I've got a question sure. about um, the professionals, like... Uh, um, Not like the ones in this room, you mean, you mean real professionals. Okay. Price Waterhouse or those, those type of people. Um, <clears throat> is there any downside to contacting several branches of Price Waterhouse? So let's say no. Um, no. No. you go to America and you speak to the Price Correct. Waterhouse in the Correct. States. Or, or you can go to Glasgow. We used to go to Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester, London. Frankfurt, and talk to partners in all those places. Um, it does make a difference if you're a German, you're a GmbH. I mean, even though you can talk to a guy in London, I mean, it's going to be a German partner. And I, I emphasize the word partner. Your engagement person at these firms should be part a partner. What's GmbH? Uh, GmbH stands for what? So it's a limited. Uh -huh. It's a limited company. Yeah. But what does it stand for? Uh, um Gesellschaft mit beschränkter Haftung. So it's a company with uh, uh, limited liability. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like a limited liability company. And you have to put in twenty-five thousand euro. Uh, so right. this, this is the at least amount. Like, but that sounded very much like Garing in the bunker <laughs> in March or April of forty-five. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but you'll you know whatever country you're in, you're going to want the engagement person to be from that country. Um, you may have a contact, and if you have a contact in another country, then you use that contact to get your guy in Germany or Netherlands or wherever, or Canada or wherever the hell it is. But um, I emphasize that the engagement person should be a partner. The partner will only come once in a while to these meetings, uh, and he will have a, a senior manager which will be the engagement manager will do most of the work and then they'll have juniors doing the grunt work, etc. for due diligence, etc. I've got some interesting emails uh, referenced YouTube and that uh, my uh, Dan Dan the Money Man, which I will wear later. Of course, I have my braces, I have my money braces on today, uh, dollar signs. I also have them pound. Uh, and I, uh, the first couple days I wore a tie that had a frog on it because I always want to remind myself and even me who does this all the time has been doing this for 40 years it's a numbers game and it's kissing frogs and you, the more frogs you kiss uh, the more princes as the, uh, the fable story says you'll, uh, you'll get no matter how considerate you might be or how uh, human resource orientated you might be which I certainly not and uh, I don't think many of you in this room are, um, but uh, you got to kiss a lot of frogs. Okay, any other questions before we get going? Okay. <clears throat>